idea. Um, <clears throat> so we we um, skipped an episode that would have seen us go to Tibet, but mm. um, pretend that we, we, we did just go there, and oh. now I'm saying, hey dear, we just got out of the snow, and we're in the snow again. Oh mm. no, what's happening? This is the Ice Warriors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, do we want to real quick mention that we got an episode that we're going to be going back to? Because that's pretty sick. No. No? We don't. We do. Next year? Yeah, we'll talk about it next year. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you know? Okay, I thought... in two years' time, there will be another episode out that we'll go back to. Fuck you. Damn it. <laughs> I was trying what to be no. You know what? I'm I'm fucking done now. It's a fucking snowy planet. It's snowy and shit. And there's icicles and there's a warning going off and apparently they Gawaiing. need to act evacuate and the leader tells evacuate. <laughs> and the leader of the group tells a lady to make it work and Do she's we know like, him "Okay, well? sure." Yes, and the, then he sits in the middle and talks to a computer about something and something, and then there's glaciers coming, and he's going to lose some men, and they're drilling in a glacier, and one man has found something inside the hole that they di- that they just did, and they're like, it's a man or an animal, we're not sure, and then they're like, okay, we need to stick to the schedule, but now nah, let's just dig him out anyway. Um, let's dig him out. And nobody can talk to them, but then the TARDIS swoops in and promptly falls the fuck over, and everyone's like, oh no, and they climb out. <sighs> Everyone yep. sucks at climbing out, by the way. They all step on each other and shit. Well, um, gravity is a bitch. I, that's not, that's not, uh, no. I, so we see a caveman-looking dude coming out of the dome, what looks like some stolen food. And then the crew decides to head inside the dome... And figure out what's going on. And then the guy outside is ready to do something. And the leader is like, you should come home. And he's like, no, I found a guy. And they're like, okay. And Victoria is excited because the new building kind of looks like her home on the inside. Which is weird. Um, She's a fucking rich bitch. So, again. Uh, But it's phase three evac now. Yeah. And a woman walks up and pins something to both all of their chests and it says that they're for flight nine and that they're scavengers and the doctor hears yep. a noise through a door and he's like hmm, that's weird so they go in there and wow so riveting he runs around in circles and is, is trying to help them fix their computer and shouting that it's gonna blow up and everyone's like no it's not and then he's like you do this you do this you do this and then it's like okay well you saved us and the leader thinks it's a bluff, so they're like, okay, check your things on the computer, and they're like, okay, sure, so they throw it at the computer, it's like, beep, boop, 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 and uh, he's like, actually, yeah, like, you were gonna blow up in, like, two minutes and, like, whatever seconds, and he's like, yeah, see, told you, so the leader's like, I have a headache, I'm gonna go sit in the vibro chair. Ooh! Mm-hmm. What's the vibro chair, dear? It's a vibro chair. Oh, okay. Maybe on that. Okay, so apparently the Iceman that they found is actually huge and armored, but it looks like it was pre-Viking, which is weird. And they're like, hmm, maybe it's an Ice Warrior, maybe. 
Um, and then Whoa. we see some scavengers the watching them and going, hmm, what are they doing? I don't know. Gamps? Why? Did I like that? Hey, dear. Spoilers. Spoilers? Anyway, apparently the Iceman they found is huge and armored and whatever, and one of the the cavemen that is spying on them hates archaeology. And suddenly there's an avalanche and one dude falls to his death. And if the crew of the TARDIS doesn't prove themselves to be useful, they're going to be sent to Africa. And Vicky's like, oh no, that's a shithole, I'm racist. And it's like, Vicky, I swear to fuck. Like, come on. name's Victoria, not Vicky. Victoria, come on. Don't be a little fucking, like, bitch. Like, come on. I know you were in a time where, like, that is wholly acceptable for you, but, like, come on. Don't be a fucking cunt. Come on. So. Wow. Says the Australian. Um. So the doctor. Yeah, I'm allowed to say it. They ask the doctor how to change the ice creeping on them, and they're like, "The, the to answer writing 45 seconds. If you remove all, so you can prove that you're worth our time." And he's like, "So if you do this, 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 this," and he's like, "No, that doesn't work. What about this?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, nah. actually, all the plants were removed, so there's no CO2, and there was no spring." And he's like, so if you remove the CO2, you help everybody. All right. So then... Yep. <sighs> the computer that they all listen to can solve the problem at hand when the data they have is complete. And a scientist is missing, and he asks if the doctor wants to take that scientist's place, and he's like, eh, maybe. And... The entire place is computerized and every action must be sent through the computer and every action must be done for good and have the correct outcome. Um, so we cut to the giant fucking Iceman being brought in on a stretcher and the leader's like, what the fuck? And the doctor thinks that that helmet is wrong because it shouldn't be on a caveman. So they're like, hmm, that's weird. And so... Like, everybody leaves except, like, the TARDIS crew, and they're like, huh, this ice is thawing really quickly. And the doctor's like, that helmet has electrical stuff on it. Bye! And he runs off to go tell someone, (laughs) and Jamie and Vicky just kind of hang out, and they talk about how they've never seen short dresses before together, and how it's really weird, and how she should totally never wear a dress that short. That would just be... So unbecoming. So I cannot believe that that's even a thought that people have. Like, wow, who has those kinds of thoughts, Cam? Honestly, wow, wowie, wowie, Jamie. I can't believe you said that. And then <laughs> the Ice Man wakes up and it has grabby claws and a Muppet face, and that was the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, um. This is the third episode in a row that is weirdly, like, has cold or snow theming in its storyline. You have, like, the Tomb of the Cybermen, which has, like, the freezing tomb. You have the Abominable Snowmen, which we had to skip, unfortunately, um, which is set in mountainous Tibet. Mm -hmm. And now you have this, which is set in, like, a futuristic ice age. So, Mm -hmm. it is Earth, 
They mention it several times. Yeah. Um, question for you, dear. What time period do you think this is set in? 2020? No. No. You can you can guess modern day for the next one we watch. Oh boy. But no. Um, uh, 3040. Close. Well, depending on what answer you want to go with, because there's like four different answers of where this could placed in like time. It could it. be the year three thousand, which is what the Radio Times originally published it as, which is like the the TV guide essentially. Um, a lot of Doctor Who guides and like other places refer to it as well. Set it as uh, three thousand years after the previous story, so that would make it like since it, the Abominable Snowman set in the 30s, that would mean it would be then, like, 4,935-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but a future episode mentions that the, the second Ice Age was actually in the year 5,000, um, and no stories in, the fu- the, in future production that are set during the 30th century seem to depict Earth being in an Ice Age. Uh, the problem with both of those dates is that they're contradicted by the fact that Humanity is completely unfamiliar with the Ice Warriors because they come back in multiple stories that are set before this. So it's like, it's not, it's like, it's one of those things with Doctor Who where it's like, it doesn't really have a set time, but it's one of those periods where it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, Doctor Who does this a lot where it's like, here's this time period in history. Okay, I don't know if it contradicts with anything else, but it doesn't matter for now. Um, yeah, so it's like, oh well. Anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, well, it's animated. Yes. So, there's that. Uh, episodes two and three are missing for this episode still. Um, there is a cave, and it's the same shots again of the icicles in the cave and everything, and the robot is both a furry and a scaly, and a tubby, and many things, and he, like... Goes after Victoria, and so the leader, we cut away from that, the leader mm-hmm. decides to mention that the computer can, you please tell us if the doctor is good or bad or not. And the doctor comes in and he's like, shut up, there's a thing. And everyone's like, uh, and so they leave to go check what the thing is. And it came from a super advanced civilization, that doesn't make sense at all, and the project is in danger, because how did it get here? Spaceship, which is probably nuclear, meaning if they use the thing on it to fuck up the glacier, it'll explode! That's bad. Um, no, that's bad. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then Jamie comes in, and he's like, Victoria was fucking taken, and they're like, wait, no, that's impossible for it to come alive. How did that happen? And... (sighs) Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. because of what they used to wake it up, it had a super high temperature, which warmed it up enough to have brain function. The technology, the, the, the jargon that they say actually makes sense. It is, it is scientifically sound. No, I'm, I'm, no, let me hear it. Please explain. Let because me hear Because the, the electric current that it went through had had uh oh crap what do they say it had uh it, low one thing high the, another the, the, yeah it was it was like a really a really low uh wattage but no it was a really high wattage but a really low resistance or something like that i all i know is like i i remember looking into this the scientific reasoning is sound it's essentially like 
the the electricity basically had nothing to regulate it, so it just kept pumping through. Um, I so I get that part. The part that and heated up frustrates me is that someone frozen in ice for thousands and thousands and thousands of years does not just come back alive. Anyway, hey, don't dear. worry about it. Hey, don't dear. worry about it. These aren't humans. I don't give a shit. They're used to living in ice. I don't give a fuck. Surprised you don't care about the ice. Mm, everyone's upset. Ask the computer what to do, and Victoria's asking the thing questions, and he's like, "My name is Varga. I'm from the Red Planet. That means Mars." And apparently, he has a gun that shoots sonic things, and he's like, "How long have I been here?" And he was apparently buried in an avalanche, and he's like, "I just want to go back home." And they're like, "Okay, well, if..." You just want that, like, why don't we help you? And it's like, mm, I, that's cool, but what if I want to conquer Earth instead or just leave? And they're like, oh, fuck! Vicky's yeah. very scared now. Um, Victoria. Victoria, I don't give a fuck. She, she's, she's not being, like, called Vic or Vicky. She leaves a very non-existent impression on me. Um, because <laughs> few lives are to be lost, the computer's like, fuck it, blow it up anyway. And Arden is sent out with Jamie to figure out what the fuck is happening. And the fate of the world is at stake, so fuck Victoria, don't go looking for her. So, the two cavemen people are okay now and bandaging up their wounds because they got hurt in the avalanche. But apparently they live in a plant museum, and there's warmth and food and stuff. Um, but there is another rumble, and that's weird. Um, but one of Rumbly the bumbly. One of them is wanting to go to the base for food because the other is hurt, and one of them is like, no, don't do that. And no. so the Martian wants to go get the resistance box with Victoria and has her at Sonic Point, and there's something about a radiation sensor, and it's going havoc, and there's no signs of the girl, and there's no reading of anything, but then, like, the fucking dude comes up behind him and just fucking... Wait, no, wait, wait. There's no reading That's of anything. Nice. The sensory is being... This... The sensory, hey? <sighs> okay, I'm gonna read these word for word. How's that sound? There's something about a radiation sensor, and it is going on havoc, and no sign of the girl. A and D, no reading of anything, like the sensory is being James. But <laughs> They found it anyway. Like the sensor is being jammed? The sensory is being jammed. Jammed, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, jammed. We'll, we'll say jammed. Nice work making notes. <laughs> I don't... I, I'm tired, man. It was... It's been a long day. So Scavenger yeah. is wandering around looking for around the building for something and he sees Victoria. So he runs away and hides while they walk down the corridor and they like walk past them and they're like, oh, don't say anything. Sh hide there. And they pass him. And then they come back to the room that Victoria was in, and he and Victoria grab the big black, like the Martian, grab the big black boxes and decide to leave. And <laughs> Victoria grabbed the big black Martian box. Yes. And 
The doctor is studying some numbers, and he's like, why don't you have an expert here? And they're like, mm, I don't want one. They're like, well, why don't you have an expert here, though? And they're like, well, we picked one, but he was super mean to me, and I want to trust computers. So, like, You didn't want to go on a you. date with me? <laughs> yes. And then the merchant is fucking up some shit, grabs the boxes, gives one to Victoria, then hisses at her to, like, keep following, which, by the way... The entire time they talk in this fucking episode, everything is, like, followed, or just some of their words are literally just... Yep. Stop. 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 Yes. Stop. The The leader comes in asking what the fuck he was doing, and he gets killed. So that sucks. And then the scavenger comes in to see that, and he's like, mm, that's weird. Uh, well, that's something I don't want to fuck with, so I'm going to go over here and, like, get some meds and things. And then the that's doctor true. is also there, and they actually, the scavenger decides to be nice and gives the leader some smelling salts to wake him the fuck up. And the scavenger is like, I got what I need. Bye. But actually, I'm not just a scavenger. I'm the specialist. Oh! <gasps> mm -hmm. So now he took the power pack, so everyone is like, oh no, I'm scared. But apparently, no one can go outside at night. It's really bad, so they can't go after him. And then the devices are plugged into- Okay, I thought they were just straight plugged into the fucking wall, and I'm like, that would take a while. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they set them on the ground, actually. And then Sonic gunned the wall away to reveal his partners and then attached the boxes to his partners to melt them <laughs> instead of just the fucking wall. Um, yeah. So apparently the specialist comes back and he's like, I'm going to go up on the glacier, figure out what the fuck they're talking about. And then we cut back and we see all the other Martians are free. And then that was the episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's uh, quite a lot. Yep. So. <sighs> the Ice Warriors, huh? Yep. So this all stems from the idea. Obviously, it's a it's a retelling somewhat of. Uh, uh, vis oh, crap, I forget the name of the, the story. Visitor from out another planet what what the thing is based on yeah um what countless fucking properties are based on um where they find something in the ice and it's an alien and it kills them all yeah um, it's doctor who's take on it um it's 1938 also... john w Cambella jr's novella who goes there whatever um okay <laughs> I tried to fucking help you, and you're just like, fuck off. Oh, um, that's not the book I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. uh, crap, now I want to look it up what it is. No, that's a fucking... God damn it. That's a goddamn Monster Hunter quest. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also... Sorry. It's also uh, kind of a, a play on um, a archaeological dig that was found... That was performed in uh, 1939, mm -hmm. where they they found uh, 
like it's the, the fact that like when they see it they think it's like a dark ages battle helmet which is kind of a reference to an archaeological dig where they found a lot of like uh oh, crap what was it saxon stuff mm-hmm. um they basically found like a, a whole heap of helmets and shit and i think even the imprint of a ship at one point it's like weird anyway uh so that's basically what this is based off also this is kind of like doctor who's first big um dipping their toes into climate change uh for an episode wait this is about climate change quite literally (laughs) um they also really wanted basically the ice warriors also came back because they wanted another monster that would rival like Daleks and Cybermen, they wanted another monster that would be like Super Super Poppers who could bring it back constantly. Mm-hmm. The problem is, the Ice Warriors, their costume's really fucking expensive and hard to work with. Noted. So they were like, it better be fucking worth it if we keep bringing them back. And it was. They kept bringing them back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to be f- Okay, I'll be nice to you. I'll tell you how many more episodes they have. They have one more episode where the episode's about them and then there's like... I can't remember if they're in both of them. There's one... Or two episodes where there is an ice warrior or two that is a character, but they're not, like, the main focus. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, wait, no, and then there's, like, stuff in the new season as well. Yeah, but I can't trust the the new season. It's fine. The new season, they they do the voice a lot better, in my opinion. It's it's Mm -hmm. a lot less... And it's like, like they just have, like, a husky... When they when they speak, it's it's yes yeah. yeah they speak puzzle tongue whatever yeah. you fucking hold ahead. Wow, I wasn't even trying to do that. Uh huh uh huh. You just spoke to all the snakes in the crowd. Hope you like. Yeah, that. I told them to rise up. What's your fucking point anyway? So we're not animated anymore. Um. Yes, we are. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is the one that actually was. Yeah. Two two episodes animated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because my notes literally were like, we're not animated anymore, because you were joking with me, and going, yeah, yes. we're not animated anymore, and I was like, well, yes, we are! Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was fucking with you, because I didn't Yeah. Because, listen, it's, I, you're, you're really fucking lucky, because I, I wasn't going to tell you when the next telesnap is, but the thing is, we're not watching the next teleslap anymore, because they, they announced, literally, today. What's well, a teleslap? I forget what time it is. Telesnap, fuck off. Uh, they announced that they're actually going back and reanimating it, which, by the looks of it, is some experimental animation technique that they're using to try and cut mm-hmm. back on cost once again with the animation. Yeah. Now that they've got, like, a workable, like, uh, animation style that's cheap and works for them, they're like, okay, how can we make it cheaper, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, so we're not actually going to watch the next Teleslap. So actually, there's no more Teleslaps, so... Mm-hmm. Congratulations, D, you made yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. But now there are no more telesnaps, unless they release more. <laughs> anyway, it's the same three shots again, and they're breaking out of the ice, and all of them have Z names, so that's a thing. And the specialist is watching, and Jamie is to be sent with Arden, apparently, to go check on something, and Arden's, like, just, like, fucked up some shit, and doesn't want to honestly like go it's fine um the the leader takes a moment to comfort him and he's like hey you didn't fuck up that much shit it's okay he's like it's like but you fucked up a lot of shit and he's like all right bye go die and slaps him on the ass 
Um, apparently, Hell yeah. one of the staff, Mrs. Garrett, is missing, and the doctor keeps mentioning that I'm a freelancer, motherfucker. Respect me, and I'm not going to do what you say. And this is totally how freelancing works. And yep. apparently, uh, specialists actually had a breakdown, uh, <gasps> but a breakdown and not defected. Oh. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. And scavenger and specialist are making soup. Woohoo! But someone tracked him there. And it's actually oh. Mrs. Garrett who followed him back from <gasps> the thing. Gam? Oh. <laughs> Stop. She She's wanting to ask him for help because weird shit is happening. But Leader doesn't know she's there. She came on her own. And he's like, that guy's a ma- machine, not a man. I don't want to come back. That wouldn't change anything. There's 20, for every one of him, there's 20 more of him, whatever. (laughs) And then she's like, no, I'm going to pull this fucking tranquilizer gun on you. And the scavenger's like, no, bitch, I'll fucking knife you if you do. And Spencer's like, no, 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 stop, stop. And takes the knife from him. Um, And then he does mention like, hey, go look up these notes on Omega uh, something, something. And... The Victor- Omega Factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better get used to them saying Omega. I why? That's you, not how you I, pronounce it. I've got to be it. honest. You got to really fucking That's get used to them saying Omega. That's not how you pronounce it. I sort of fuck. Victoria's still a hostage. Honestly, no changes there. Um, <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> let's let's check in on Victoria real quick. Yep, still a hostage. All right. Next, the doctor is doing a bunch of things with notes, trying to do something with paper. And then he's like, no, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. So he asks for a pencil and just starts writing on the floor. Um, Garrett brings in the Omega notes and doctor fig- the doctor figures it out. Woohoo. So they can go fix everything. But the doctor's like, wait, you're going to run it by the computer to check to see if I'm right? Fuck you. And the dude's like, listen, I'm just going to fucking check it. Like, it's fine. And we're going to simulate it. And it, it it's fine. But then he finds out that the specialist has base friends, and that's cool. So, yeah. yeah. Jamie wants to show up to the glacier and find the cave there instead. And they see a spacecraft door, and we see Victoria and the Martians sneak up behind them. Just because they can. And they kill Arden. And Jamie, I guess. Um, And the Martians are ready to kill fucking everybody, because they have more numbers. And... The doctor's like, oh no, what about JB and Arden? Shouldn't they have called? And they call them and they don't get an answer. But we see that the specialist actually is at the bodies trying to figure out what happened. But then he like slaps Jamie and Jamie's actually alive. Woohoo. And so Woo-hoo. then he, the specialist drags Jamie's bodies off. So there's that. And the doctor is still upset that he's being judged by the computer but his equation works so shut the fuck up go do the thing uh, but we can't proceed without knowing what the fucking engine in the ship is because if the if we don't there there might be a nuclear reactor in there and it might blow up um, so apparently Jamie is in severe shock and wondering what is happening and Victoria is seen leaving the spaceship and goes over to Arden's body and just like she could just, like, run, honestly. <laughs> At this entire point, she could just run. But instead, she, she just... She could, but she's, she's 
she's sitting there. She's chilling. She picks up the communicator and goes, Hey, like, listen to me. Like, I don't know how to use this. Talk to me. And it finds out that they're actually watching her constantly. And they're like, let's shoot her. Because she's telling yeah. them too much, too much. And Victoria gets through to the doctor and mentions that Ar- Arden and Jamie were shot as the the, do- the gun is it comes out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> and then that was the episode. And then, then the Victoria died. Yep. No. Yay. Not Victoria. Fuck her. No. <laughs> I want. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like looking through all the notes that I have and like notes that I found. And one of them, like, I, 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 I took note of purely because it's on the wiki. Uh, for this episode, and it's just hilarious. It just it, it just says incidental music from this story exists. Like, <laughs> no, no shit. Every episode has incidental music. That's the point of it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got it's me pretty so good. I'll admit. Yeah, I know, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so the director, Derek Martinus, uh, named it as his favorite story because he thought the cast was really strong. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, he also insisted that every uh, Ice Warrior actor should be over six feet tall, and some of the people who who turned up to the audition were, quote, very dubious gentlemen with prison records. What? Which... What? <laughs> um, so... One what? of the, one of the ice warriors, uh, one of the ice warriors, um, also the actor when he showed up, was a bit taken aback when he saw his costume because he was like, he was expecting like a Viking type costume. He wasn't expecting that, uh-huh. um, the the sort of fat toad that they are. Yeah. Um, also, this episode is kind of really inaccurate about the science. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, okay, no. <laughs> It was accurate back then, kind of, but it was also like completely bullshit now. Yeah. Um. They they uh, suggested that Mars had a purely nitrogen atmosphere, which is why the Ice Warriors had difficult breathing on Earth, which is the s- shit. Um. Uh, which. I don't know. Which also doesn't make sense because Earth's atmosphere is like. A majority nitrogen, so I don't yep. know what's going on there. Um, also, yeah, this this episode, dear halfway through, when I was like, yeah, it's kind of about climate change, turned around and was like, but wait, this is the opposite of what we're going through. And I'm like, yeah, this is like what science fiction did. It's like no one wants to see what's actually happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to put it in terms people could understand, you got to go the polar opposite. You got to be like, okay, we can't really show everything melting and earthquakes and everything that's kind of a hard concept but what if we did the exact opposite like right now we have too much carbon dioxide what happens if we have none at all it's like this is what would happen we would have a second ice age and we would all basically die mm-hmm. um so it's the first very of, of very very many uh doctor episodes about climate mm-hmm. change and environmental is- especially environmental issues dear 
God, there's so many of them, especially when we get to the third Doctor. Anyway, dear, take us away. Next episode, what happens? Next Um, part. They're ready to fire, but then they're like, wait, no, she's bait. So they stop. Um, And then the leader keeps asking Victoria, you know, the person who would know nothing about this, um, if she does the type of engine they have. And the doctor's like, why don't you describe it? And then, like, the picture cuts and she coughs, but she's fine. Um, And then the the, the Martians bring her in. And then they ask her questions about why they want to know about the engines. And then Victoria tries to run. And there's a rumble and some snowfalls. And she's being chased. And the doctor orders a vial of water to drink from the machine. Going sip, sip, sip. Um, And he's like, okay, well, now that I have that, uh, let me order some ammonium sulfide. And it's going to be poisonous to them. If you don't know what ammonium sulfide is, it is pretty much just stink bomb. That, that's Which is what they say in the episode, for those who don't know. They say it later, and, but yes. <laughs> and it's mm. Victoria who says it. Uh-huh. Because she's smart. No, she's not. But the leader doesn't want the doctor to leave, and the doctor is allowed to go, though, because he already did his part. So he's like, I'm going to take this thing... And I'm not going to talk to you on it, but it'll be on so you can hear me. And he's going to let them take him prisoner. And Victoria's running through the snow and the ice and she screams because she's dumb. And she goes through this hole, (laughs) but then she lost her bracelet. So she wants to go back for it. And so back to that peripheral vision thing. You have to admit this one was really fucking bad this one this one was bad but i would say it's mostly bad because of the framing of the shot it looks like like victoria is literally in the path and Mm -hmm. the ice warrior just ignores her for no reason so like imagine like a hallway looking thing and you just kind of lean up against one wall while something's coming at you down the hallway and it doesn't see you that's what it looks like it kind of looks like I 100% chalk it up to, like, partially framing and partially, like, it seems like they had it in the script of, like, Victoria hides, but they didn't tell the set designers for that specific location. So it's like, well, mm. we gotta find a way to make this fucking work. Um, so she's captured again, uh, but there's an avalanche Mood. thing, and... She's caught on in it, of course. Jamie's waking up though. His fever's gone, but he's freaking out about Victoria. Oh. Oh. Um so you wanted to explain this to me. What's a loyalist? No, I didn't want to explain it to you. I just asked if you knew what it was. Okay. No, I don't know what a loyalist is. Gam, what's a loyalist? Don't put me on the spot like this. Okay. We'll talk about it in a bit. <laughs> um so <laughs> we can t- so Jamie's waking up, his fever's gone, one dude's a loyalist, Jamie can't feel his legs, it's <laughs> it's apparently the gun that fucked with his nervous system, and but the, the Martian warriors are ready to have an enema together, so they're preparing for that, and Victoria is trapped in some ice, because... <laughs> Because the Mars man is holding onto her arm, and the scavenger loyalist is wanting to go talk to the Marsman and ask questions and be like, if I talk to them, they'll listen. And Specialist is like, don't do that. But he stays. 
And Scavenger then hears Victoria yelling and goes to help her. And then Scavenger Specialist doesn't understand where he went because he took a turn that he didn't take. And then he runs into the doctor. And they're like, oh, like, did you see a dude? And he's like, no. But we're outside the ship, so there's that. And then Scavenger sees Victoria and tries to help her. But there's more, like, avalanches and things everywhere. And the Martians are ready to go do a thing. And they want to attack the base. And Scavenger shoves Victoria towards the ship. And she's captured again. So that's fun. And then Scavenger's like, I also want to destroy the scientists. So, like, eh? And he's like, I don't care. And we then get him killed. And the doctor... (laughs) Oh. Oh. The doctor is with Jamie now and taking care of him. And Jamie will walk again, of course. (laughs) Hopefully. And the glacier moves uh, and some plants fall over. And the leader is worried about everything and no one knows what to do and the spaceship could explode and they they don't know if they never knew if they never know about the ship they have to make a choice but he doesn't want to have to make a decision so he puts all of his hopes on the doctor and then we see the doctor heads inside and knocks on the door it's like hey can I come in and they're like okay so they let him in it's like hey this is an airlock answer our questions and that was the episode so, Gail. Oh, yeah, episodes. What's a lore No, I'm list? not telling you that. No, no, no. We, 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 we move past it. We're not talking about it anymore. No, no. No, let's just move past it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, this episode and the very next episode are kind of very intertwined when it comes to their messages. Um, they very briefly bring it up in this, but they're like, uh, there's an ice age, and also we got, like, no plants to grow food, because, like, the ever-increasing global population. Because this is kind of a fear around this time. A unfounded fear of... Well, okay, not unfounded. They had a fear of overpopulation that initially was basically sparked from, like... Oh, hey, they just hated uh, Britain. Okay. What? They hated Britain? No, they hated black people. Oh. <laughs> no, that's what the new overpopulation people say. Um, but it essentially stemmed from like, hey, uh, at the rates that humanity is growing right now, like medical medical science is getting better. Like people are living longer. Like, what what if we run out of food? Like, what what if we actually run out of food? Like, people were legitimately getting terrified that they would run out of food mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so this and the next one very much focus on kind of like an apocalyptic situation. Um, this one based kind of far in the future of it. The next one a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, in a year that you're going to laugh about when we get to. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the start of Doctor Who dipping its toes into more messaging of that. Because again, Doctor Who has to be very careful with their messaging. The mm-hmm. BBC is meant to be impartial. So they are... Uh, are meant to not comment on, make comment of, like, actual politicians and politics and stuff. They're meant to remain impartial with real-world stuff, so it's like, anything they do, they have to be incredibly vague about it, otherwise they'll get people calling up and being like, (laughs) (laughs) which happens a lot in Doctor Who's history. They have a lot of people calling up and being like, hey, I didn't like this because it it either scared my children or... It was about Margaret Thatcher, who I love. Um, mm-hmm. Which, trust me, 
you'll know when we've got you'll know when margaret thatcher's in power when we get to certain eras of doctor because mm-hmm. <laughs> boy is there a very specific episode where she is literally a character <laughs> also when i was saying anyway. they hated britain i was looking up what a loyalist was oh okay i thought you meant a person who worried about overpopulation i was like no quite the opposite no <laughs> anyway what happens in the next episode dear um, so he says that he's a scientist, and they're like, you don't look like one. He's like, just, like, listen to me. And they're like, okay. Um, so he's like, oh, you are freaky. Um, so, hey, uh, here's a thing that you should consider. And they bring in Victoria to be like, hey, don't be dumb. And they also think the ionizer is a weapon, even though it's not. So they're like, why haven't you set it off yet? And they, we see the specialist dragging around Jamie on a life raft, they're trying to avoid wolves and shit, but then they suddenly run into a fucking black bear. Which, by the way, I believe black bears are one of the least violent bears. You can actually, like, scare them off pretty easily. But Someone asked Spoot. Someone asked Spoot, yeah. Spoot um, Sadly, if they use the ionizer, though, then the floods would make the ship not work. So they find out about the communicator and try to take it from him. But if they don't give the ionizer instructions, they're not sure what to do. But then the computer is telling them to just do it anyway, because that's what everybody else is going to do. And so they decide to not do it because of the explosion, but then the lady doesn't understand what's happening. And then the bear is coming, and they try to tank it and trank it, and they miss. But then the computer can't take risks at all, and it wants to survive, so it doesn't want to blow up the glacier and they want to blow up the glacier, but the leader's like, mm-mm. And then the bear is tranked now, and they're, like, trying to get away from it. And the doctor is brought into the engine room, and the engine is an ion reactor. So it won't explode, but it might not be great. Um, but they still don't want to help help from them. Because they need fuel for the reactor, or else Victoria dies. So he tells them that the place has fuel for their ion reactors. So they take the sonic gun to go fuck up the base. And mm-hmm. the specialist comes back to the base and everyone is like shocked. And they bring Jamie in and he's like, hey, help him. And they're like, oh, well, you're being violent now. So here you're tranquilized. Um, <clears throat> because the specialist thinks everyone's crazy and is being suicidal. And I mean, everyone's arguing. The warriors prep the gun, ready to go on the base and to shoot it super hard. Victoria's crying, but she's faking it. And then they're going to use the stink bomb to escape. And they try to open it for a little while and the cork doesn't fucking come out. But then they throw it the the fucking Martian's face that's taking them captive. And he's like, but he tries to reach for a button to fire the laser. And the doctor's like fighting with him to do it. And you kind of see him. Stop him? But then the episode cuts. <laughs> the episode cuts. So, okay, here's a lot of BTS info. So, okay. Oh, just to give you a rundown of how awful these costumes were. So, they... I, I, I'm I, sure you didn't notice because it was so flawless. Uh, the voices for the Ice Warriors were all pre-recorded. So, you don't say. On set, um, what, what, how did you know? How did you know, dear? <laughs> Maybe it was their mep mep mouths. So basically, the actors were sent to well, well the the main one uh, was sent to a shipbuilder's yard to be measured. 
Then the outer carapace was glass fibre and needed bolts to secure it, one in each shoulder and one in the crotch, which caused problems for one of the actors when he had fallen over in an episode sequence. Yep. Uh, In order to avoid standing around for long periods, as the suit made sitting impossible to do, uh, one of the actors brought a shooting stick to recordings. Uh, Which basically... Yeah. Um, Virtually encased in rubber and fiberglass, the actors in the Ice Warrior costume sweated about a pint of fluid per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, la- they had latex makeup, uh, less audible than necessary for live performances, so they decided to do, um, pre-recorded anyway. Uh, the eyesight was not great in the costumes, uh, the eye covers kept misting up inside the costume, so they had to constantly rely on the others to shepherd them around everything, mm-hmm. uh, basically around the place. Uh, um, okay, there's other stuff as well. Like, uh, I've mentioned Blue Peter to you before, haven't I? Maybe. In passing, I have. So just to remind you, it's essentially like a variety, sort of, children's-friendly show. Think a daytime television, uh, you know, like a, fuck, like Good Morning America or something like that? That, where they have, like, the segments where it's like, now we're gonna make a Easter basket out of hoses, and... Wow, you can okay, recycle, yeah. and here's all the latest. It's essentially that, but for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, hey, here's this interesting thing going on in London. What is it all about? Like, it's about this, and it's about this, and they teach you stuff, and then they're like, here, let's bake a fucking cake. Uh, so they actually had uh, Patrick Troughton on as the Doctor um, for the first time, to sort of, you know, have kids on. And they had a designer Doctor Who costume, uh, a Doctor Who monster uh What's the word I'm looking for? Competition. Uh, okay. um, uh, and the Doctor himself would judge the winners. Uh, the Hypnotron, the Aquaman, Aqua spelled A-Q-W-A, and the Steel Octopus were the overall winners, but one of the finalists was a design by Andrew Partridge of Swindon, who mm-hmm. you might know if you listen to the band XTC, because he's the front man for them. <laughs> Uh, despite, uh, there were a lot of rumours that, um, uh, the Crotons, a future alien, were actually designed by one of the kids and they, uh, essentially used the design in future. Uh, mm-hmm. monsters designed by kids were never going to make it into the broadcast stories. That would be an insane idea. No producer would probably consider it. It would be a dumb idea. They've written this because in the new series, they do exactly that. They let a child design one of the monsters and... Honestly, it actually turned out pretty decently, but God, it could have been awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's a... It's a kind of bland story overall. It's like, very mm-hmm. clearly, they're trying to reach into this messaging and like have something new, but it's so many new things that they didn't quite blend together. Like... I feel like even if this was cut down to a four-part episode, it still would have struggled a bit. um, Because it just feels so devoid of any real stakes or tension or anything. It's just like, okay, this is happening now. Now the Ice Warriors have this person. Now Mm -hmm. the Ice Warriors have this person. Now the Ice Warriors have this person. Yep. Um, But yeah, it's... uh, 
it's a it's an interesting one for certain. Um, mm-hmm, but yeah, sure. it, come on, you have to admit it's somewhat interesting. They 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 just got like the Mariner probe pictures of Mars, and were like, hey, wow, Mars is interesting. Now we can let's let's do some stories about Mars, like what lives on Mars, which. I hope you note now that these are Martians, because mm-hmm. in the new series of Doctor Who, they make jokes about it constantly. They're like, what, are you from, you're an alien, are you from Mars? And the Doctor would be like, no, I look nothing like, a, I'm not a Martian. They look nothing like me. And they're like, oh, what, little green men? He's like, no, Martians don't look like that at all. It's like, haha, we know they don't look like that, because we know what they really look like. They look like giant fucking fat toads. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly beer belly style like toad thing i don't know they like can turtle in their own neck i i will say they um the next episode i don't believe has this but when they appear in the future in like 70s episodes and beyond they they end up basically having like uh a kind of redesign of them but not really it's like oh here's the leader uh, ice warrior and they're like s- smaller and they don't look like a fat toad and like they're kind of just wearing like a cape and it's like mm-hmm. okay it's very clear that like they made this so the actor wouldn't be in one of those fucking giant suits and it's like the two giant suited ice warriors that are like its bodyguards they don't have to speak or anything or mm-hmm. do anything in the plot they just have to stand around for a bit and then they get to take the costume off yep um they try to be very economical as possible i god i hope the new the any like new se- the new season one that they have was comfortable because if it wasn't Jesus Christ yeah. anyway what happens in the next step so dear don't ever say that again um so the gun what act- happens in the next step so the gun dear. fires I stop the the what the cadence of what you're saying is the they tell the the leader cadence. to fucking cadence to fucking surrender or die and the leader's like i want to talk and they're like all right trust agreement so they're like okay and everything is relying on the computer but everybody is fucking sick of the computer and someone tries to destroy it so that he's tranquilized and then the martians come in and a lady's like and oh god (laughs) um they made no promises about anything so haha get fucked and the leader keeps trying to have a peaceful conversation but the one dude on the ground then takes his tranquilizer thing that apparently he had and trank- oh, no. tries to trank one of them. Um, and they're like, okay, give us all your mercury isotopes. And they, they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, those. And they're like, we don't have any. And they're like, okay, well, shut down your reactor so we can make sure. And it's like, but if you do that, we're helpless. And they're like, haha, get fucked. Um, the doctor finally gets outside to fuck with the doors and save Woo-hoo. everyone by fucking with the gun. And something bad will happen, though, if they fuck with the reactor. You ever just so, fuck with a gun? Yeah, sometimes. So also the leader sort of finally learns what the engine ship is because it's sort of this, like, half-fly. Because it's like, wait, are you saying that you have a nuclear reactor? And he's like, I'm not saying I don't. i'm not saying i don't have a no nuclear reactor but i'm not saying i do have a nuclear reactor but i'm not saying i don't i'm not saying that i 
don't not have no reactor. <laughs> and the leader pr- is pretty much told if he's killed, it's no biggie. He literally is pointless, which, spoilers, he is. So the doctor charges some stuff on the gun, and that that way it'll only affect the Martians and not the humans, kind of. Um, because it's going to deal with attacking more fluid in the body because the Martians have more fluid in their bodies. And the Jamie and the specialist are in the infirmary hanging out. And it's now safe to disconnect the ion thingy because they powered stuff down. Nothing is stopping Woo-hoo! the glacier. And they're they're like, okay, we'll shut down the reactor. And they're like, no, please. So specialist just kind of goes over and turns the AC up really high. And the Martians don't like heat or oxygen. So that's bad. And at the same oh, no. time... The doctor fires the gun, and everyone's ears hurt, and the Martians fall over, and so do all the humans, so everybody's dead. The humans die. Yes. And the doctor calls over the telephone to ask them to fucking retreat, and then the doctor blows up their gun thingy, and all the humans are dead. And the doctor escapes, and everyone's back at the base, and they and there's like a really quick, like, okay, we're leaving. Okay, we're here. It's like, okay. Um... All the humans are dead now, and everyone isn't actually dead, though, and is waking up, and the doctor tries to get, uh, the, the, the ion laser back on, and the leader's like, do it, and she finally only listens to him, and everyone's like, we should listen to the computer, but the computer doesn't want to die, so the specialist is like, let's just fucking do this, so they all argue so then they ask the computer what to do, and it just fucking goes insane and is unable to give an answer because neither answer leaves the computer alive. So they decide to fire it anyway, and the Martian ship has power though, so they can leave. <laughs> the Martian's ship. Yes. Um. So they the, so they turn the ion laser up to superpower mode, but actually the Martian sh- the Martian ship wasn't being <laughs> the powered. The Martian Shkreli. <laughs> The Martian ship was it being powered? Was being powered from Yes, they're actually being uh, cooked alive, um, because it was making everything really hot. So now everyone's watching, and then they're like, "Huh, that's weird. We're alive. It was only a minor explosion, actually, only, and everyone's okay." And then specialist and leader have a, a talk about when they want to go on their next date because everything's okay behind them, and. Or between them, not behind them. Um, and everyone is in shock and everything's weird. They're like, hey, doctor, oh, wait, you're gone. And the TARDIS swoops away. And that's it. Yeah, you're gone. So, real quick, um, Deborah Walting wasn't actually available to film on the final episode. Mm-hmm. So that's why, uh, very awkwardly, here off screen, the doctor say, Victoria, go, you go to the TARDIS. Where it's mm-hmm. like, she's just not there for the rest of the episode. It's like, okay, yeah. you go to the TARDIS, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How did you feel about this episode, dear? I know it's one of your favorites, but try and temper your excitement a little bit. I was bored as fuck. What would you rate it out of ten? Like a two. Yeah. I'd say probably... I'd go a little bit higher. I'd say like a four or five personally. This I, I kind of described it like this is one where like 
I don't actively go back and watch because I don't really like it that much, but I still appreciate it a lot, and I would like to, like, it's it's a nice one to have on in the background, because, like, not really much happens in this fucking episode, mm-hmm. but it's like, you can just kind of tune out and come back and no, I... everything's kind of the same. No, I, Mm-mm. I'm good. But I get it, you hate it, it's fine. I... <sighs> Swear to God. Uh, I get the feeling you're not going to like a lot of these upcoming ones because they're all like six episodes, eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, what's upsetting is one of my absolute fucking favorite episodes is eight episodes long. And I know you're probably not going to like it because it's eight episodes long. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it was only like four episodes or six episodes, you'd probably like it. But... I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to it when we get to it. Anyway, next next week is the enemy of the world, uh, mm-hmm. which starts a running trend of uh, doctors playing. Uh, well, actually, no, it doesn't start a trend because the the first doctor did it in an episode of the doctor playing two roles. Uh, yeah. The actor he gets to play two roles in this one. Uh, and it's set in the fiction, and it's set in the future, dear. Um, Quick question. Are they siblings? Are both roles siblings? What? No. One of them's the Doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just not just magically recast. <laughs> I don't know. For that one I, episode. Listen, like, I don't know if, like, they randomly bring up, like, that he has a twin or some shit. I don't know. No, the Doctor's brother doesn't come up in the show at all. Oh, he only he comes up in, like... Okay, kind of. <laughs> okay. Briaxial... I can never... I can never remember, like, how to... Briaxiatel, I believe. Mm. Braxiatel. Braxiatel. Yeah, Irving mm-hmm. Braxiatel is technically his brother, I believe. Mm. Um, it's... Listen, that we are we cannot start talking about Time Lord Society uh, until we get to at least the fourth Doctor. Mm. Well, no, the third Doctor, we can talk about it then. Oh no, the second Doctor, we can talk about it a bit, but not now. Um, it's... <sighs> Basically, Time Lord... Time Lord Society evolves from uh kind of just like holy monks to a uh, holy civilization of like hierarchy to um kind of <laughs> kind of like the keepers of time who hold back the eldritch beings uh and mm-hmm. let oh there was a great war between Time Lords and the giant vampires, who were essentially massive vampires who would stop, drain stop, the life stop, out of entire planets. Stop, 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 um, speaking, stop speaking, stop uh, speaking, stop speaking, <laughs> stop, speaking. Stop speaking. Stop Wait till speaking. we get to no. how the Doctor fits into all of this, no. because, Mm-mm. oh boy, do Mm-mm. they constantly try and change that. <laughs> anyway, next episode, The Enemy of the World. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, gonna be a, a good one. Uh, um, 
if you want to also i feel like now if you want to explain the wait what's the date today oh okay yeah that's the date um do you, do you want to explain the christmas movie thing i don't remember what exact date we gave for it but weren't we weren't we doing it on like christmas eve no the no not doing... christmas eve weren't we doing it on um uh christmas we were doing it like near like out on or we're doing christmas. it near christmas but not on christmas because i was probably gonna be busy then we were doing it christmas eve weren't we no i don't we have a literal calendar for this hold on we have a little yeah let's look at the calendar real quick um you're the one with the quicker ability to get to the calendar. So. The quicker ability? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, movie what? release day okay. is on the 25th. What the fuck is movie release day? Oh, that's when the movie gets released. It, we're um, recording so we it on the re- 23rd. Yes. The Well, okay. Okay. Um, you need to... No, not the 23rd. The 23rd for me. Okay. We're recording it on the 22nd. Yeah. The 22nd. For movie Americans, night is on the 22nd yeah what dear said yes for <laughs> all americans movie night is on the 22nd of december at about 10 p.m yes. or so yes, yes. central yes. time 10 p.m central time i forget the movie we decided on but we'll we're watching rare exports okay Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's happening next week and the enemy of the world. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.